seat, to live, to suffer, to survive, well, that's to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. Get me back on my feet so I can catch me. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. I've been through mad different faces, like Macy's, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I'll live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bitch. I know because I've been there, now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the drama with my mama. She got on some flash, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. Bagging when I caught a bus, I'm thinking about how short I was. Going too fast and wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell. Group homes and institutions prepare my for jail. They put me in a situation forcing me to be a man. When I was just learning to stand without a helping hand. Damn, was it my fault? Something I did to make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first bid. Back on the scene at 14, with a scheme to get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream. And by all means, I will be living high off the hog. And I never gave a fuck about much but my dog. That's the only I'd head off in my last. Just another look, come on, headed nowhere fast. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. Welcome, welcome back to the WAWG Lifestyle Podcast, Episode 4. I'm your host, Jalen Stevenson. We're going to get right into it today. First things first, I just want to tell y'all about my day, tell y'all about what's going on with me recently, you know. I've been going, I've been pretty busy lately, you know what I mean? It's going to be a late, it's going to be a late upload. It's still coming out for y'all on Tuesday. I'm still holding my word, but you know. Brother's been working lately. It's almost exam week, so, you know, trying to get these assignments out. Been working like crazy, still trying to work out, put these con- put this content out, you know, be on my schedule. But I got y'all, though. I'm going to come through with this content with y'all. We're going we gonna to have a good time today. We're going to have a nice, chill, laid-back episode today. I want to first, uh, for the first segment, I want to get into the Grammy nominations and the Grammy winners. Uh, for album of the year, we got John Batiste. Is that... I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he won for We Are. Um, he won over the likes of Kanye's, Donda, Taylor Swift, Evermore, Olivia Rodrigo, Sour, Lil Nas X, Montero, Hers, Back of My Mind, uh, Billy Ellis, uh, Happier Than Ever, Doja Cat, Justin Bieber. He won over those guys. So if y'all know who that is, y'all fond of his music, y'all can like put me on to some of his stuff. I'm, I'm open to always listening to music. Um Listening to the next, or excuse me, the next one is Record of the Year, which is by Silk Sonic uh, for Leave the Door Open. It's a pretty amazing song. They had one of my favorite albums of the year last year, and I feel like they don't get they just do. They didn't get they just do with this album because that album was amazing. But they did win a Grammy for uh, Record of the Year, which is always a good thing. Um, next, we have best r&b album which was won by jasmine sullivan for hawk's tales that's actually amazing is that she that she finally won a grammy you know she's real deserving of it 
Uh, she, uh, her competitors were her for Back of My Mind, Leon Bridges for Gold Digger Sound. That's an amazing album if y'all haven't heard that. Um, Sonora Aguilera uh, for Temporary, Temporary High in the Violet Skies. That's an amazing album as well. Um, I don't understand how John Batiste lost this one, R&B album, but he won Best Record of the Year. I don't understand. But okay. That's besides the point. We ain't gonna, whatever. Best Rap Performance, we got Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar with Family Ties. Honestly, I feel like Baby Keem, he's a great young artist, but I feel like he only won this because of Kendrick's name, honestly. It really should have went to J. Cole, in my opinion. It should have went to J. Cole and 21 Savage and Murray for my life. I feel like that song is 10 times better than Family Ties, but that's just me. Uh, for Song of the Year, we got Leave the Door Open as well. Silk Sonic. Um, for the next performance, we have Best Rap Album. That's the most controversial one to me, which is one by Tyler, the creator for Call Me If You Get Lost. Uh, his competitors were Nas, King's Disease 2, J. Cole, The Offseason, and Kanye West, Donda. Me personally, y'all already know who I'm going to say that should have won. Because it's obvious that he should have won. If you listen to all these albums and you say, and you rank them in order, I guarantee you, you're not going to put Tyler the Creator as number one. Tyler the Creator is a, he had an amazing album. It's an amazing album. Great album. But it's not better than the offseason. And it's not better than Donda. We know Kanye is not going to win Best Rap Album of the Year because, you know, he boycotts the Grammys. We are, that's political. We understand that. The offseason, I feel like J. Cole should have won a Grammy for this. Tyler Creator won a Grammy for his last album. It's like, okay, he got his Grammy. Now it's time to give J. Cole some props because he actually, J. Cole actually had an amazing album. But I don't know. I just feel like we know who the real album of the year was, and I feel like that's Donda. Excuse me if y'all hear like the mic a little bit, like hear a little static or whatever. I apologize for that. Uh, for best rap song, we have Kanye West featuring Jay-Z for Jail. I don't understand how that's the best rap song. But, you know, this is the Grammys. You know how they do. Uh, they just backwards. Then they have best melodic rap performance. Winner being Kanye West featuring The Weeknd and Lil Baby for Hurricane. That's an amazing song. If y'all have not heard that, go give that a listen. His competitors were Tyler Creator. Uh... Uh, what is your name? That's for Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, and Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow for Industry Baby. J. Cole, Lil Baby for Pride is the Devil. And Doja Cat for Need to Know. It would have been nice to see Pride is the Devil win, but it's cool. But honestly, What is Your Name? That's an actual song. That's an actual Grammy. I feel like Tyler Creator could win in this scenario for Best Melodic Performance. That's one of the best songs on this list. But Best Rap Album? I don't understand that. Uh, best progressive rap album, Lucky Day. He got a major breakthrough with this one. Lucky Day with Table for Two. That's a great one right there. Uh, Silk Sonic won three Grammys for their Leave the Door Open. That was a smash, though, man. Um, I'm trying to look through here to see if there's any more, you know, that we rock with. Um, guess that's it.
Yep. Wrap it up. Those are the Grammy nominations and the Grammy winners. Uh, we're going to get into the next topic. We're going to switch. We're going to shift gears with a more introspective topic, a more self-conscious topic, which is how to stay motivated. Uh, I got I get this question a lot. You know, people ask me how to stay motivated. How do I stay motivated? Uh, honestly, man, it's just I have a goal to be successful. I don't want to be like, you know, you know, we tend to look up to celebrities. We tend to look up to wealthy people, rich people. And we always say we want to be that one day. And you don't get that way by getting handouts or you don't get that way by just working like, you know, a regular. You got like a regular job or whatever for the rest of your life. You have to like if you want to be one of those people, you have to have a certain mindset. You have to be self-motivated. You have to want it like it has to be in you. You can't be handed things all your life. And then, you know, when. When adversity hits you, you don't even know what to do. You know, you got to you got to have survival tactics. You got to have survival skills. You got to want it. You got to be hungry for success. Whatever your it's not even just success, whatever your goals is like it could be anything. You should be one. You I shouldn't have to like upload videos or uh, or you shouldn't have to watch videos for you to be motivated. You know, you should want to go to the gym. It's an opportunity. You should look at things. Honestly, as an opportunity, that's what, like, basically, you know, because I played sports all my life, so it's kind of like I've always had a coach there, always had, like, you know, I always had a task. I always had to wake up to go to practice. I always had to wake up or go to a game. I always had to, you know, watch film. I always had to do something. But once I graduated and it was just me, I had to find that certain motivation for me to keep going and keep proceeding because I didn't want to, you know, fall off fitness-wise, so... I completely changed my mindset to the fact that I appreciate life for what it is and I appreciate it because life is short and life isn't promised. So it's like you got to make sure you're taking the right steps, you know, to being successful, to being what you want to be because you only get you only got one turn on this earth. So you should start looking for looking at things, you know, as an opportunity, like it's an opportunity to wake up. It's an opportunity to wake up and brush your teeth and you don't got you don't you can actually walk to the bathroom. You can see with your own two eyes. You can touch and feel cuz some people on this earth can't even do that. So it's like you got to take it for what it is. You got to like, you know, don't take things for granted. Try not to take things for granted cuz I know it's hard for us in this generation, you know, we feel like we really haven't really been through a lot of adversity some of us, but you know, try to find that ounce of motivation in yourself. You have to like, you know, process like i mean excuse me progress starts with oneself you can't like look to progress in somebody else you have to look for progression within yourself first you know it starts with you you have to look yourself in the mirror and and come up with the fact that yes i need to change for the betterment of me how do i need to change what mindset do i need do i have to have what mindset do i want where do I want to be? Where do I see myself in the next year, in the next six months, in the next two years, three years, four years, decade? You got to think like that. You like you got to plan accordingly. It's always like I always heard this saying, like, you know, there is no such thing as a plan B. It's either plan A or that's it. You know, that's how you have to be. Like, you have to be all into your plan A. You know, that if you have a plan B, that means you're not all, all the way into your plan A. So that's what I feel like on that. That's how I really got through everything. That's how I got to, you know, pursuing, you know, what I'm doing, you know. And it's not really like the fact that, you know, I want to be known or I want to be famous or I want to have all this money. 
It's the fact that, you know, I feel like this is, again, this is my purpose. Like, my purpose is to help people, you know, get people to understand and get my point of view, my perspective. You know, it's a different perspective than the usual person, than the usual 20-year-old that you talk to. They don't really talk like how I talk or they don't really think. They don't have their head on straight yet. They want to make mistakes. I don't want to make mistakes. I don't want to make the same mistakes my parents made or my or my friends made when they was younger. I want to be better than them. And it's no disrespect, but it's just honesty. I'm a competitive person. So I want to be better than whoever it is, you know? And that's all it is. Honestly, like, you got to have that chip on your shoulder, bro. You can't be going around, you know, with your head down feeling sorry for yourself. You got to pick yourself up by the bootstrap. And keep on pushing. So what if you had a bad day? So what if, you know, you got a bad grade or whatever? You all you should still be motivated, you know, to do better. If you had a bad day, be motivated to not make it another bad day. Be motivated to make it a good day. You have to think like that. You have to change your mindset into a more positive mindset. Because it's, it's easy to give up. You, you'll have thousands, millions, trillions of opportunities to give up throughout your life. But it's those times where you don't, you know, give up that it really counts. If you look back on your life and you think about all the times that you didn't give up and you see where it got you, it all, I guarantee you, majority of the time, it got you to a better place. And it'll always get you to a better place, I feel like. Patience is key to everything. You Maybe it's not your time yet. Maybe you have to keep working. Maybe God got, maybe God got more in store for you if you do believe in God. Maybe God got more in store for you. You know, it's just a it's a mind thing. Like you have to be totally a hundred percent believed in yourself. Like you have to be self confident in yourself in order to progress. Like that's how I feel. You can't like you know go about life moping around, feeling sorry for yourself, making excuses for yourself. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to help anything. You know, it's going to hinder your process. And it's going to make you unmotivated. It's going to make you not look the way you want to look. It's not. It's going to make you not have the money that you want to have, or not have the success that you want to have, not have the friends you want. You know, people people recognize energy. People recognize when you're not motivated. People recognize when you're lazy. People don't want to be around that. Most people don't want to be around that. So that's what I suggested to people that's out there that's really hard, like you know, to stay motivated. You know. Because, you know, everybody gets those times where you be motivated for a month, two months, three months in a row. That's good. 90 days. The 90-day plan. That's always what I be saying. The 90-day plan. Everybody get motivated during that. But what happens after that 90 days is what, you know, what matters the most. You're basically prepping your brain to build habits within those 90 days. You're practicing habits in those 90 days to remain motivated. Like, that's your motivation is to get through those 90 days. But once you after those 90 days, you, have, you should create another goal. OK, I'm going to do this for a whole year now. I'm going to create a year 365 day plan instead of a 90 day plan. We're going to boost the levels up even more and see how far I can take this thing. That's how you should think. That's how your mindset should be. But no matter what you do, you know, if you're working at a job, working at a fast food spot, working at a gym, working at wherever, working at a warehouse, wherever. And they're not paying you the best, but you got better you bet you got better goals and you're trying to use that to, you know, invest in yourself. You always gotta think of the end goal. You know? I know we all don't wanna work for for somebody, but at the end of the day, that's gonna put you in a place where you're gonna always be thankful, you're gonna be grateful when you look back on your journey for that opportunity. 
because it's gonna that allows you to invest in yourself. Being looking thinking like that, excuse me, thinking like that, like that helps you stay motivated within the process. You you looking at your end goal, saying, "Hey, when I reach this, when I reach this goal." I'm going to look back and be like, I'm so glad I didn't give up. I'm so glad I stayed to it. I stayed motivated. It paid off. At the end of the day, you just got to believe that. like It's going to happen. Okay? Uh, going into the next topic. Um, finding an escape from reality. Um, I know a lot of us, you know, you want to take a mental break, a mental lapse from, you know, life. You want to take a mental lapse from the grind. You want to take a break from the grind. And I understand how that is. I understand completely. You can't always be 24-7, grind, 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 grind. That's unrealistic. That's tiring. You're going to burn out. So I feel like as a people, you should always find that thing. You should always have your thing. Whether it be in your relationship, whether it be in your friendship, whether it be by yourself or with your family members. You should always find that thing that you have, like. That thing is most important. Maybe it be you. You can be going to the movies every Wednesday. You can be uh, going to a, on a date every Wednesday. Anything, something like that. Something like you know, that happens like you know, every week or every two weeks. Something like that. It's something that you can do that you that that gives you a break from from everything that you can escape. Me personally, I have a I have a few things that I do. Um, I listen to music. Because I'm like a, a music historian, low-key. I feel like I am. Uh, I go vinyl shopping. I collect vinyls. Um, I skate. I roller skate. That's a that's a real big, you know, escape from reality for me. Um, you know, I hang out with friends, you know. I hang out with a special someone, you know. Things like that. Like, you know, take time away from your... From your everyday life, from the gym, sometimes it's okay to take time from the gym. I know I always preach, fellas and and women, ladies, always you know going to gym, remain fit, stay close to your purpose. But it's okay to take mental breaks. It's okay to take a few days to yourself, take rest days. You know, we all need that sometimes. Everybody's human. Nobody's Superman, so you always got to keep that in mind. And don't like you know. Don't be scared to do that. Don't be, because it's going to feel uncomfortable. You know, if you go into the gym for three months in a row or whatever, solid five days, six days a week or whatever, whatever your schedule is, and you know you fall off that schedule where you take more rest days than active days, you know, it's going to, your body's going to naturally feel weird. Your body's going to be like, hey, I'm supposed to be somewhere right now. I'm supposed to be working out. You're going to be feeling bad about yourself, but don't feel bad about yourself. Everybody's human. Everybody needs a break. It's okay to take a break, take a load off, rest a little bit, to keep your mind away from all the stress and everything, away from everyday life. And that's what matters the most, man. You got to like, you know, stay on your P's and Q's. Make sure you know that you're not going to slip up. Make sure you know that it's not going to be an everyday thing. You know, just take it one day at a time. It's a, it's a mental break. It's a nice little break. That's all it is. You need to find what you're interested in, whether it be fishing, going to the park for for a walk, walking your dog, whatever whatever it is. Find that escape from reality. It'll keep you mentally sane and it'll like stop you from going overboard. Like you know, it'll stop you from burning out. It'll stop you from feeling unmotivated. You know what I mean? Just it'll keep you on the right track, on the right path, you know. Um getting to the next topic. Uh, it's the upcoming fight, April 16th, for my boxing fans that's listening to this. Uh, if you're not a boxing fan, uh, do your research on this. If you if you are interested, because I'm a huge boxing fan, uh, 
Uh, the fight this weekend, Errol Spence versus Ugas. Um, me personally, this is for the. This is for the belts, basically. Errol Spence has the. He has two belts, I believe. Errol Spence has two belts, and Ugas has one belt, which he won against Money Pacquiao. And yeah, they're fighting on April sixteenth. Uh, Spence is the IBF uh, champion and the WBC ch- w- WBC champion. Excuse me, I'm sorry. And Ugas, I believe, is the um he won the belt from Pacquiao, like I just said. Um, he's the WBC champion. Oh, excuse me, WBA champion. So they're fighting basically for the three belts, and the winner of this fight is basically going to fight Terence Crawford, Bud Crawford. Uh, me personally. If you know me, you know I got you know I got the truth. I got Errol Spence in this fight. I feel like he's gonna stop Ugas late. Uh, Ugas is a tough, tough, tough competitor though. He's a tough pe- competitor. He's a Cuban. He's from Cuba, so they're naturally you know they're tough. They teach their fighters how to fight real well. And you know he he has a background. You know he's been you know captured in jail. You know he has a background when he was younger. You know coming up the ranks. He's a great amateur growing up or coming up in the ranks. Uh, he beat Manny Pacquiao soundly. He just whooped Manny Pacquiao, honestly. I mean, I mean, he kind of put Manny Pacquiao into retirement. I'm not even going to hold you. Manny Pacquiao, he, he was looking real washed. And it just comes to my mind to think that if Errol Spence would have fought him, it would have really been bad for, for Manny Pacquiao. It would have it, it been ugly, real ugly. But, uh, yeah, Ugas standing at 5'9". Uh, he's 35 years old with an orthodox stance, 27 wins, 4 losses. Um, he's coming in there to fight, man. He's coming in there with his head down. You know, he just had one of the biggest, he had the biggest win of his career for the uh, WBA belt. So, he's coming in there for Spence's head, man. He's coming in there. Now, Spence, on the other hand, he's coming off a, a two-year, basically a two-year layoff where if you don't know, he got into a really bad accident to where he flew out of his vehicle 30 feet in the air and landed on concrete, broke a few bones in his face. Then after that, he fought Danny Garcia. He whooped him. Danny Garcia was was a great fighter at the time. He just made him look ordinary. Errol Spence made him look ordinary off of an automobile accident. It was just like, man crazy like to see spence come in like that and he wasn't even 100 he was spence was more so like 60 percent in that fight and he still walked down he just tortured danny garcia um after that fight they signed up for the manny pacquiao fight and it comes to show that danny uh, errol spence had a torn retina in his eye so he had to pull out last week like fight week of the fight like the last two weeks of the fight uh up to the fight he had to pull out and that's when Uga slipped in there and he he took the took the chance from Errol Spence. And this is kind of like a revenge fight for Errol Spence. You know, he's been going through a lot and I feel like he's at his physical peak right now. He's 32 years of age, 5 foot 10, 140 uh 47 pounds, 27 fights, no losses, 72 inch reach. I feel like he's coming in here with with revenge on his mind. He want he want he wants but he wants the undisputed title. And he said time and time again, I'm going to get this belt. And there's only one belt left for me to get. And we already know who has that belt. 
straight like that. So he's trying to finish business. He want to be undisputed. And he wants to move up after he becomes undisputed. And I feel like he's going to do that. I feel like he's going to take Ugas. He's going to stop him late in the 10th round, TKO. I feel like it's it's going to be a stoppage. Like I don't feel like Ugas can hang with him. He's too small. Spence is the bigger guy here. Control him with the jab. Here, control him with the one-two body shots. Ugas is tough, too, with the body shots, with the counters. But I feel like Arrow's head movement... Earl's too is a little slow. He can box as well. Earl can do both. He can he can slug with the best of them. He can get down. He can get inside. And he can stay on the outside and box with the jab. He can control this fight with his jab. His jab, he got one of the best jabs in the game. So it's kind of like, yeah, like, I feel like Spence is just going to dominate and control this fight. And I feel like he's just going to stop him. Not to say that Ugas is the bad fighter. It's just to say how good Earl Spence really is. You know what I mean? Like, this is kind of it's this this fight is kind of tailor made for Spence in a way because Ugas is a he's a guy that likes to stay in front. I mean, he can be a he can have a he has decent head movement, but his head movement isn't on the class of somebody like you know, like somebody that's real slippery like Errol Spence, like people like that, like people like Bud Crawford. His head movement isn't like that. His head movement is pretty. It's pretty stationary. He got a moving target. That's why I say Errol Spence is going to control this fight with his jab. I feel like he has to. If he doesn't control this fight with his jab, it's going to be a long night. But I just don't see any way Ugas can beat him. I mean, people are saying he can beat him. He can beat Spence. But I feel like they're just saying that to boost the fight. And I feel like in all actuality, I don't feel like anybody can beat Errol Spence. I just feel like he's just that dude. Uh, He's just that dude. He's coming up under the Floyd Mayweather cloth. He's not sponsored or nothing by Floyd Mayweather, but he's he's a he's a child of Floyd. Like you can see the the influence that Floyd has had on his career. I can tell. Just I can tell he used to watch Floyd a lot, just by how he fights. You know, he's a smart fighter, but he also can get down. He can throw them things, and he got power. So yeah, um, I feel like he's going to knock him out. Not knock him out. It's going to be a stoppage in the tenth round. And yeah. I'm going to come back next week and tell y'all the aftermath about that. Give y'all my thoughts about the fight after. Um, For the last segment, I'm going to get into my top 10 black movies. Now, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. No order. I'm going to just say 10. Um, I'm going to talk about each one. I'm going to just say my order first. Loving Basketball, one, two, Friday, three, Juice, four, Malcolm X, five, Love Jones, six, Minister Society, seven, The Wood, eight, Pursuit of Happiness, nine, Belly, and 10, The Best Man. Now, I know a lot of y'all out there got a lot of movies on y'all mind right now. That I'm like, y'all like, New Jack City's not in there. I know some of y'all like that. New Jack City's not in there. This is not in there. That is not in there. Listen, it's only it's my list. And I can only put 10 in there. None of these movies are bad movies. They're actually amazing movies. Now, I'm going to start with Love and Basketball. When I was a kid, 
Love and Basketball was probably one of the first three movies I remember watching. I remember watching it on one of them VCR tapes. Kids today don't even know what a VCR is. But we had the VCR tape. And I remember watching Love and Basketball as a young boy at the, at the time. And that that's one of the best movies of all time. It could be unrealistic now when I'm an adult. But as a movie, as a classic, it's undeniable. Friday, we already know how Friday is. That's in my... That's in my grails of all, of all time. I have the Friday movie poster in my room, so it's like that's a, that's one of the movies I've I've uh, I first watched as well, along with Love and Basketball. I watched that on a VCR tape. Uh, we have Juice. I feel like Juice is one of the most underrated movies, you know, of all time. I feel like that was Tupac acting. That was Omar Epps. Omar Epps is just a legend when it comes to black movies. Omar Epps was in Love and Basketball. He was in The Wood. He was in, uh, what else was he in? He was in a lot of movies, a lot of classic movies. Um, he was in Juice, like I just said. Um, he was in a lot of classic movies. But that movie is just the, the, the plot and just the film. Like Overall, they had Tupac as the bad guy, as Bishop. It's just like, man, y'all got to watch that. It's like a... It's a thrill. It's a thrill to watch. Like, uh, it's a real big thrill to watch. And the ending, it's kind of, it's worth it. Like, it's worth the watch. It's it's jaw dropping. Like, the plot twist is really crazy. Like, y'all gotta watch it. Y'all have never seen it before. Uh, Malcolm X of self explanatory. I feel like I'm a not a student of Malcolm X, but I'm just an observer. Like, I observe Malcolm X. I read Malcolm X's books. I listen to his speeches. Uh, as a poster in my room, like it's I, I love Malcolm X and I feel like Denzel Washington, that's probably his best movie. Along with Training Day. That's probably my two favorite Malcolm X movies, but I mean uh Denzel Washington movies, excuse me. But Malcolm X is that's an amazing movie. It may not be all the way accurate, but that scene where it's like a change gonna come, y'all that seen that movie knows that scene is a powerful scene right like there. With the change gonna come. If you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube, a change gonna come. Malcolm X. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um next I will have Love Jones. This is my mom's favorite movie. She loves this movie, so I grew up watching it. Um, with Lorenz Tate and um Nia Long. Uh it's one of the best movies. It shows showcases black love. You know, it's not perfect. It shows that black love isn't perfect. Love isn't perfect, but love is Love is strong. Like, you know, take your feelings carefully. Always, you know, do what you love to do and go for who you love. That's basically what the movie is about, you know. No matter what you go through, you know, love will always bring you together. The Love Jones connection. Uh, next, I put Menace to Society. Um, that's a movie where it's like, man, that's an amazing twi- plot twist as well. It just showcases karma. Like, it. it it's just case it's karma. Like I can tell you, spoiler alert. It's like a the ending scene when the old dog comes up to dude and he's like, Yo, you seen you seen K9? And he looks at him like, nah. And I be that's like a moment where it's like, Alright, his fate, karma is about to come back to haunt him. I'm not gonna tell you the whole movie, but that's basically what that means. Like karma is coming back to haunt. And when the when a producer or when a movie producer or whatever, director, they can show that and show that showcase that emotion and that trauma and that that feeling within their movies is just an automatic, you know, it's a smash. 
Um, next is The Wood. That's one of the first movies I grew up watching too. That has all my apps in it. Uh, the Wood. That's a real. You know, I still use some of them tactics from back in the day. I still use some of them tactics today from that movie. Like sticking the sticking the the tic tac or the gum under your tongue, like stuff like that. Like I still do that to this day. Like just from that movie. That movie is a classic. Um, classic showcase of brotherhood. You know, through generations, you know how things go as a youngin in high school. Then you get to adult life, and you just you know grow up. Um, next, I have the pursuit of happiness. Um, that movie has Will Smith, Jaden Smith, tells a story about it. It's a true story based off a man, you know, entrepreneur. You know, that just that just showcases, you know, anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur out there, watch this movie, Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. It teaches you how to stay hungry, how to stay true to your grind and never give up. Because at the end of the day, you never know what God has in store for you. And he went through a lot of he went through a lot in that movie. A whole lot. And he got through it. That's all I'm gonna say at the end. I don't wanna spoil it for y'all that haven't seen it. Next is The Best Man. Uh The Best Man, that's one of the best movies, you know, of all time as well. It has Morris Chestnut, uh Tay Diggs. I think it has Gary, uh, not Gary, excuse me, Nia Long. Uh, I said Morris Chestnut, right? Yeah. That's what, that's when Morris Chestnut had the, he had hair back then. That's one of the best movies, you you know. It showcases, you know, you know, relationships. But it showcases not only like, you know, the bad side of relationships, but it also shows the good side of relationships. Like, you know. How to forgive your friend, forgive your others. You know, things happen. And you got to look at it from a different point of view. You know, you can't always be you, you, you. You have to, you know, sometimes put your other, others, you know, advice and their feelings into consideration as well. Um, lastly, we have Belly. Now, Belly, that's a movie that's in my room. Like, I have that posted in my room as well. And the song that I played in the beginning, DMX Slippin'. DMX is also in this movie. He's in this movie with Nas, Method Man. You know, it's a movie with, you know, it's showcasing. You know, it's about, you know, these dudes, you know, these G's, these gangsters, you know, they selling weight or whatever. You know, they got this African connection. And basically, they have to, you know, it's a mission they have to maintain. At the end of the day, sometimes things don't go as planned. Boom. If y'all that don't know what Belly is, have y'all ever seen Keisha, like the Keisha, the blue with the blue light, the dark skinned woman with the blue light? I know y'all seen that meme before, plenty of times at TikTok, whatever. I know y'all seen it. That's from that movie. If y'all haven't seen it? Go give it a li- go give it a watch. Yeah, those are my top ten black movies. Uh, for honorable mentions, I like Fences by. Uh, with Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. If y'all haven't seen that movie, that's an amazing movie as well. Uh, Boys in the Hood, that's a classic, of course. We all know that's a classic. Uh, Set It Off, Jada Pinkett Smith, Queen Latifah, Vivica Fox. That's a great movie. Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson, Tupac. Um, these are all great movies. Coming to America, that's a real great honorable mention. That's probably in my that's probably in my next five. My next five, top fifteen. Uh, Barbershop, that's probably in my top fifteen as well. Like these are movies that are really underrated. Harlem Nights, New Jack City, Crooklyn. 
these are all amazing movies. That's just not, you know, not this is just my ten. Bad Boys, Boomerang. Those movies are classic. I just feel like y'all should give those movies a listen or a watch. I'm gonna wrap this uh episode up with a quarter of the day with my quarter of the day segment. Um the entire physical self and mental self is altered by such threats. The memory, reason, senses, and ego. All focus their specialized capacities on the on the threat. And that was from Motors of the Self, which is a which is a chapter in the book called The Community of Self. Now if you, if any of y'all want to, you know, look up the book, y'all can purchase the book yourself. It's called The Community of Self. Um, it's a very great book. It teaches you about yourself, how you should think, you know, the the hidden gems they have in this country of how the psychology of how they try to control you with fear, money, you know, how to, how you should look at yourself, how you should have excuse me, how you should have self-drive and the motors within yourself, the your ego, your memory. It's a lot of things in this book, you know, it's a lot of gems. And I feel like y'all should really, you know, order that book and listen to it. Um, it's been a great time with y'all today. Uh, this episode is kind of short, but we, you know, we're having a good time. We're going to get back to it on Thursday. We're we, we here every Tuesday and Thursday. I'll make sure y'all get this episode. Uh, I love y'all. Keep supporting, you know, drop a comment, drop a like, drop a share. And I'll see y'all on Thursday. Love y'all.